Aloha, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I have, uh, gosh, guys and gals, he is one of the most optimistic, one of the, like, I love talking to my next guest. So I want to introduce you all to Mr. Scotty Emsley. Welcome to the show, Scotty. Hi, how are you? So good. So Scotty began his real estate investing in earnest in October 2020. In his first year, he acquired 11 rental units and flipped one house. He's on track to acquire an additional 30 units before July 2021. However, Scotty's favorite part of all of this is the partnerships themselves. Partnering with the right people and bringing value to them has brought more fulfillment and joy to his life than he ever thought possible. Whoa. Welcome, Scotty. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm so, glad to be here. Glad to be talking with you. Glad for you to be here as well. I really, really want to jump into your real estate journey, but I want to talk about what you just said. Partnering with the right people and bringing value to them has brought more fulfillment and joy to your life than you ever thought possible. So let's talk about that and how that brought you into the genesis of your real estate journey? Sure. So uh, I originally started out like most people, I think, start out in real estate investing because they wanted financial freedom of some sort, like they're not satisfied with some part of their their current income or their life or their livelihood or whatever. Um, and so I started out similarly. I was I was not satisfied with what I was making just from my day job. Um, and so Before you I go on, what estate. is, what is your day job? So I'm a doctor at the VA. Um, so I work for, uh, the VA hospital. Um, and yeah, that's my regular nine to five. It's actually seven 30 to four, but, uh, yeah, that's my, my day job. Fantastic. Now back to real estate. So everyone yeah. that's listening, he does have a nine to five job still currently, and he is jumping into this now back yeah. to real estate. <laughs> so um, anyway, the, the reason that, uh, I got into it was to supplement my income, to, um, to grow my income, to grow my family, uh, and personal wealth. And that's really what, like, I've always been kind of money focused, money minded. Um, and so earning money and, and, uh, growing my wealth was something that was important to me. So I wanted to do that in real estate too. So, uh, dove in and got those first 11 units. And, and that was really, really fulfilling to have that much uh, growth in the first year. Um, and uh, since then, I've come to discover that the more fulfilling thing is making money for my partners. So, um, I mean, I've partnered with people in various aspects from that flip that I talked about or that you mentioned in my bio to uh, some of these 11 units. Uh, one of the, the, the properties is co-owned. I own it with a partner. Um, and the 16 units that I just acquired last week, I just closed on it last week. Um, all of that has been more fulfilling to know that I'm growing their wealth. Um, and almost my, my personal financial growth doesn't even really matter to me anymore. It's, it's like a game, um, of, of helping them to be more fulfilled and more satisfied with how much money they're making, how their return on investment and how I can amplify that more and more and more. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm, it just, it's, uh, it's way more important than anything else I've done in the past. Um, and, uh, way more important than the money is to me. Doesn't that feel good though, to know 
that you can help people in such a huge way because you took the steps to better your life. You can in turn teach people what you do and bring them along with you on the journey. This is why I love multifamily. This is why I love what we do is because of the partnerships we get to make. And you've heard me say this before, relationships equal partnerships. So being able to grow those partnerships in such a way that you can step forward with people. So I love the fact that you've gone from a the, the journey and you're still in the journey of helping people at the VA. And now you're helping people with real estate and find that financial stability. So let's jump into the genesis of you have those, you started off with seven figure flipping, you started learning how to do that. You got into the rental market. What brought you into multifamily? So even when I was in seven figure flipping the, the runway group, uh, the mastermind group, uh, my heart was always in buy and hold. So I knew that the flipping and I never did a wholesale, but the, the wholesaling or flipping side of things would always just be fuel to supply my buy and hold investments. So every single time that I walked into a property with the intention, you know, the mindset, I'm going to flip this property. I was looking at how many units can I put in this unit? Or how many units can I put in this property? How can I maximize square footage? How can I maximize the rent? Like, I just, I can't see anything else. And so I knew I was never going to be a very good flipper. Um, so it was really a natural genesis when in June of 2021, last year, um, the we had flip hacking live or excuse me seven uh seven figure multifamily live um and i i knew that that was the right next step for me uh coming over to multifamily was the important uh follow up to the the rental units that i had already acquired so um it was always in my heart i just didn't know how to get into it and the seven figure group in particular made it accessible because I'd already learned through Seven Figure Runway that th that was a gr good group of people. Um, I could trust them. I like they brought more value than I spent. Um, so that uh, that was the the right answer, the right group of people to know that that was the next step for me. I love it when you find that right mastermind, that right group of people that kind of answers the question that you don't even know that you're asking. And the fact of the matter is like, I know so many flippers now that are just like, I wish, because they've done the numbers, I wish I had held more. I had held more of my assets. I had taken that step and done the numbers that you already do in your head. You go into a flip and you're just like, uh, what about the numbers? What about the exit strategy? If I just hold it. So you took and you kind of accelerated that process that so many flippers are doing today. They're getting into the buy and hold real estate. They're getting into multifamily. So let's talk about your newest deal, your first deal. Let's talk about sure. it. So how, how did you find it and walk us through that process? And like, let's dive into a little bit of the mindset of multifamily as well. Sure. So um, I had been connecting with brokers and trying to uh, trying to drum up leads for properties in North Carolina. Um, specifically, I was targeting the Charlotte metro area market. Um, so I was focused on that area, and a wholesaler um, 
came to me and said, Hey, I've got this deal over in Greenville, North Carolina. Um, and it, it looks like a pretty good option. Um, the, both me as a new large multifamily investor and he as a wholesaler were new to this process. So we're like, Hey, let's, let's see if we can make this work. Let's see if we can put the numbers together and and make it a win-win for everybody. Um, but it was in Greenville, North Carolina, which is about four hours away from my metro area that I was focused on. However, the interesting thing is that I used to live in Greenville. So um, even though I was targeting Charlotte, I knew insider knowledge about Greenville. So it was like kismet. It was like a perfect storm. It was like uh, it was destined to be. Um, and I, so I, he and I worked together on pulling this deal together, running the numbers, making sure it made sense. I can tell you for my first deal, I hope they're all not like that because it was a big uphill battle. But luckily, I had he in my corner um, and I had good people supporting me through the seven figure multifamily group um, who were like fueling my enthusiasm as well as my knowledge and wisdom throughout the whole process. So um, unequivocally, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, if I had not been a part of this group, um, I would have never made it. I'm I'm a hard worker. What I've said from the beginning is that nobody, people are smarter than me, people are wealthier than me, but nobody can ever claim that they work harder than me. I absolutely love it because like you found the deal, you brought the deal to the table. And I remember like, like explain some of the mindset that you had around this deal. I mean, you just said that this was an uphill battle, a lot of multifamily and like real estate in general, we like to wrap it up in this like really cute little package with the really sparkly bow and said, look, look at all this money we're making. Look at all these things we're doing. Explain to me some of your uphill battle. Because I want my listeners to hear that these are some of the things that you went through and some of the things that you could get help with. So um, uh, one of my colleagues and I are actually going to be doing a podcast here soon. So uh, it's called the Worst Ever Real Estate Investing Podcast. I love that title. (laughs) The idea is to talk about all of the worst deals that real estate investors have had, both multifamily and flippers, wholesalers, all of those sorts of uh, investors. Um, so to, to get the full story, you guys should tune into my podcast, which will be coming out soon, I hope. Um, but the, the, the brief version is from finding lenders, local lenders in North Greenville, North Carolina, or even just in North Carolina in general, who would lend to us on this project was uh, seemingly nearly impossible. I, I called at least 12 different local lenders in Greenville or around Greenville, North Carolina. Nobody would touch this one. It was, it was too much of a mess for them to really consider uh, for an investment. So none of the lenders would, would um, do business with me. Then it was a process. Once I found a lender that would work with us, it was a process to get all of the documents needed for that lender. So we had the lender who said, yeah, okay, we'll go with this. But then it was like pulling teeth, trying to get information from the seller to supply to the lender uh, and also for our underwriting. Um, from there, it was the appraisal. And then from there, it was um, the, the documents to actually close this deal, um, not just for the lender, but also for the title company, which was the attorney's office that we worked with. Um, everything 
through and through was was a challenge um and so uh if 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 i hadn't had the sage council of the the people around me this deal would not have happened I love it. So talk a little bit about, because you went through some of the paperwork challenges you had, some of the challenges you had with the seller. Talk about how you raised the capital for this particular deal. Sure. So uh, a very wise person, um, Peely, actually, uh, was on an accountability group in the multifamily live accountability group. Um, She was uh, a part of my accountability group, and we were talking about the struggles I was having with raising the capital. So two of my partners um, uh, who were originally thinking that they could be a financial part of this deal um, for for various reasons decided that they could not, various personal um, separate reasons, not because of the deal, but because of their own personal circumstances, they could not be a part of the deal. So Peely recommended uh, that I uh, post uh, a a post in the, um, the, account or the the Facebook group for the multifamily uh, seven-figure multifamily group and so I posted a um, a advertisement that I was going to do a live webinar to talk about the deal to pitch the deal and see if anyone was interested in investing um, I had four parties um, who from the seven-figure multifamily group came to my webinar live and, and listened in live so um, a couple and then three individuals who, who listened in live. Um, and every single one of them wanted a piece of the deal. So <laughs> I had a much better deal than I thought uh, originally I had. I was just too nervous originally um, to kind of put myself out there and say, hey, I've got this great deal. Does anyone want to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to join <laughs> me in this deal? Um, I was embarrassed. I was nervous. But uh, on the other side of that, I can say, um, I'm really glad that I did that, not only for the lenders or the private money partners who, who are in this deal with me, but also for the experience of it. Just having that, that confidence now that, hey, I know what I'm doing a little bit. And I may not do everything correctly, but I, I know a little bit of what I'm doing and I find good deals and I can uh, speak intelligently. I can underwrite them intelligently, all of that good stuff. I love it. And you, Scotty, are awesome because you've done it. You've done your first deal. It's like your first large multifamily deal. You've done it. And the thing is, no matter all the information that you're get, you've get, you've been given, no, no matter like the people that you surround yourself with, and you and I both know this is huge part of your journey. The thing is you did it. Like you took the action, you took the steps necessary, you found the deal, you put the people together, you heard the, the training and the coaching and you went through it and you put it together. So congratulations. This is thanks. Yeah. I, I could not be more grateful. Uh, if it hadn't been for the grace of God and some wisdom from people around me, this would not have happened. So, um, I'm really, really thankful. I feel truly blessed by it. Um, and on to the next one. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm not done with this deal though. So okay, what are the next sure. steps? Cause you and I both know getting the deal done, that's just the first <laughs> step. Now yes. you have to manage the deal. So tell us a little bit, especially for some of my listeners that might be new, what's the next steps for you with this deal? You got the deal done. You closed the deal. What's next? Yeah. So, um, 
as I kind of mentioned a little bit in the challenges with the lender, this is an underperforming asset. So it's underperforming in kind of two different ways. There's uh, poor um, management of the asset itself has led to kind of poor performance. So uh, we have changed over the management of the, not only myself being a, a new asset manager, but also property management. We also changed over to a new property manager. Um, the other thing that's underperforming about this asset is the deferred maintenance. So there's a lot of things that need to be taken care of just to get it up to like normal livable standards um, and, and good standards for attracting good tenants. Um, but we also want to elevate it a little bit. We want to make it nice and, and make people really proud to live there. So those are the two things that we're focusing on right away. Uh, we've got some vacancies. And so we're focusing on those units first, turning them over, improving the interiors and exteriors of the buildings. Um, we're also focusing on some more advertising, marketing, getting good marketing materials out there because that's also important. Um, so uh, yeah, we're going to fill those units and then slowly over the next nine months or so, as we um, have people just naturally leave and people who uh, we want to focus on turning over those units, um, we're going to turn over all 16 of these units um, in the next nine months um, with a little bit of cushion added in there and then we'll refinance. So Right now, we're kind of in a bridge lending situation. That's what we—the type of lending we had to go with because of the um, the instability of the asset. Um, so, uh, once we stabilize it and we've got some consistent renters in there who are paying better rents and are um, paying more consistently, uh, then we'll refinance the the property. And um, I, I'm hoping we're going to be able to uh, return most of my investors investment at that point. So um, that's really cool. Hoping, hoping if any of the investors are listening to this, hoping we're not promising, but we're hoping I have all the faith. I have all the faith that you are going to take it to that level because you come from a position of wanting to give. You said that from the very beginning, you are excited about giving. You're excited about take, yes, taking down the deal, but what's most important for you is bringing people along with you on the ride. So two more questions before I let you go. Number one, what is one huge takeaway from your time with Seven Figure Multifamily from, from closing this deal that you can give to my listeners right now to start them on their multifamily journey? Talk to everybody. Uh, so um, talk to everybody about the process that you're going through. So uh, including people that, that are like, they know you're in multifamily and they're, they're focused on your success, like you, Peely, giving, giving me that recommendation to do the webinar. That was priceless uh, information. Um, another conversation I had with another colleague of mine, um, she gave me a, 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 a tiny, it, it was an almost insignificant comment that saved me $250,000 on this deal. It still would have been a good deal if I paid more, um, but it's now a great deal because she saved me $250,000. So it was like this one kind of off comment that she made um, that made all the difference, to, saved me $250,000. So that's no chump change. No. Um, and uh, on my, you know, I went to tour the property and on my flight back from, 
touring the property, uh, I was sitting next to some folks on the flight and uh, talking about what I had just been doing in North Carolina. And they're like, oh, are you interested in buying any more? Uh, and they said, because we happen to be interested in selling 25 units um, in North Carolina as well. So, <laughs> I mean, talk to everybody, um, anybody who supports you, anybody who's a stranger, just talk to everybody about what you're doing. Everyone, everyone, I co-sign on that over and over again. Talk to everyone, as many people as you can, bring it up in conversation. And the thing is, if you come from a position like Scotty does, of wanting to give and add value, you're not selling them on anything. Never sell anybody on anything. You're not asking people for money. You're providing, what is it, Scotty? An opportunity. An opportunity. So Scotty, again, thank you so very much. Before I let you go, how can people, how can my listeners find you? Sure. So probably the best way to find me would be uh, to reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, those are the places where I'm most active. Um, also keep an eye out for the worst ever real estate investing podcast, which should be coming to a social media or uh, podcast platform in the near future. Fantastic. We're going to drop as many leaks as we can find on Scotty right there below. Thank you again, Scotty. I'm super grateful to you and to my listeners out there. Thank you to you. Super grateful to you. Thank you for listening. If you have any, any thoughts about getting into large multifamily or real estate in general, hit the link below for seven figure multifamily and please rate review and subscribe. It would mean the world to me again. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you everyone. So much aloha, so much love, so much peace. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.